es suficiente Brilla y dale por la de repente Que le den cumbia a la gente Un poquito de aguardiente Pa' sacar las cargas de la mente Que le den cumbia a la gente Hasta en otro continente Que me lo baile como pariente Que le Bienvenidos, welcome everybody, we are back at Strictly Football And we're going to start off our podcast And we're going to do an announcement I think we should let everybody know In this announcement before we get started um, So, when we first started this, this podcast I don't know if we I don't know if in ourselves we even thought we would come this far <laughs> When we started So, not in a bad way But in a way to kind of um, Just say that you know, we, we were just having fun, I guess, getting through COVID. And now it's something that we're really looking forward and sharing with the world that listens to us. And we started off our podcast with three people on board. You know, myself, Mágico, and El Gallo. So now we have not permanently moved the made the size smaller but el gallo took a leave of absence if that's what we want to call it <laughs> but you know, he's going through some personal uh-huh. things not bad but you know he's just got a lot going on on his plate and he decided to take a step down from being ceo of la liga mequis on the strictly football and he's going to take some time off and enjoy life and we wish him the best i don't know michael you got anything else to say no, you know, we're going to miss him. And, uh, I mean, he's not dead, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's when we started it, we, we had the idea. I remember him and I talked about it a while back and, you know, it feels good to have to be having fruition and coming together and he's always welcome back. And I'm sure we're going to have him back at a later point, uh, as a guest or whatever that may capacity that may look like. Uh, but yeah, man. You know, sometimes you got to make decisions for yourself and what feels good and what makes sense for your body and your like just your capacity. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes sometimes it's a lot. You know, this is this is not like we don't get paid. You know what I'm saying? We don't get paid for this yet. Like uh, we haven't made those numbers yet, which I you know, we appreciate everybody that listens to us every week. Sometimes I get taken aback of like, oh, man, people are listening to us like another fucking country or whatever. And like. So it just feels good that like, you know, more and more people are listening to us, which I think is dope and that it's a commitment, you know, and sometimes life. Hits you and you got to make choices. Definitely, definitely. So. Gallo, man, you're out there. We wish you the best. Hopefully you enjoy your time. And, you know, it now it's going to be more of like a one-on-one battle now. You know, like back in the day when you have MCs going at it. That's, yeah. what, that's what we're going to do now on Street Football. The, yeah, man, that's, that's what it's about. I mean, I feel like. You know, we're we're gonna try to figure out this relationship as well. Like, you know, what's what's it gonna look like? Exactly. Us, uh, us doing one on one, and I, you know, I think it's exciting. I think you know, there's there's other stuff that we can talk about, and which I think is exciting. You know, definitely, dude. Now, uh, let's see, let's see what it brings, and then hopefully everybody likes what what's gonna go down now in the future of strictly football. I mean, I feel like it's gonna be great, to be honest. I think so too. So you know. So we're looking we're looking forward to making and reaching out to a lot of podcasts and we're gonna be doing some collabs with them. Um we got some 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 ideas in mind. Hopefully they 
go through. We won't say what because we don't know if it will or won't. And let's see. I mean, we got ideas for you guys, and hopefully you like them. And let's get on with this, man. Let's let's get going. What do we have this week? I know we got some okay. good stuff. So there's been a lot of stuff that's happened. Um, the first thing, which I think is what has been at the helm of most news, at least if you follow the EPL, is that Graham Potter from Chelsea was sacked uh, yesterday. or Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Um and it comes to a surprise because not that long ago, Tuchel was in charge. Oh, Tuchel. I don't even know how to fucking say his name. Tuchel or Tuchel. Whatever the hell his name is, he was in charge. And it's it's kind of crazy to see a club like this change managers so quickly, like without even like like without even blinking an eye, like they're just going on to the next one, you know, like Chelsea is having a horrible season by their standards and they are already like, you know, so willing to change to change managers. Yeah, dude, it's pretty sad because I don't think he's a bad coach at all. I don't even think he's a bad manager. I just I just think um, the weight of Chelsea is too much on him. You know. Mm. I just feel like he he's more of a long term deal, you know, kind of like uh you know when you finance a car and lease it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he's more of a. a we love like, we love car analogies here. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> you know, it's not he's not one of those short term leases that'll get you going, you know. But it's I, I just feel like he's not is it's too much. The team is too big for him too as well, you know. You see, but that's where I would kind of disagree with you a little bit, just because I think he is a really good manager. I think that under the right circumstances, I think that he could make this work. I think it's I I would put Chelsea and Real Madrid in this in this almost like this like category where they just do not have the patience for you. If you're not winning now. Good luck. You're you're useless to them. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that there's only a few teams in the world that I think function in that way. Um, and Chelsea's one of them, you know. Chelsea, they go through coaches like, like it's nothing. So it's I, – I, I just think that if he would have just gone to – Another team, a big uh, one of the big six teams. I would even say like Spurs. I think like Spurs would probably be like a good, a good like uh, project for him. I think he would be a good manager there. Uh, but I think he could. I think he's definitely good enough to be in the big dog. I, I, he was fucking competing with Brighton. I mean, Brighton's team was fucking good under him. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like Brighton, you you know the the amount of players that it's. I think. You know what? I think I kind of like misunder ex- explain under explain what I had to say. Like okay. Chelsea just went and bought like a billion dollar worth of players. There's that too. So and you know they bought all this and this guy kind of like getting ties and wins. The probably the owners are like, no, dude, we didn't spend almost a billion dollars for you to give us these results, you know. And I, if money's not an issue, then they'll find a, a manager that's gonna like. Turn it around, dude, for the money, you know. Yeah, it, you see, and that, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, 
I mean, what manager would thrive under that? The only one that I can think of that would can 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 do that is probably Pep, because he's used to having that amount of money and that amount of backing that you can actually succeed. I don't think any coach. I don't. I can't really think of another coach. Maybe Luis Enrique. Maybe. Maybe. Um, would be able to handle some ridiculous like that. A billion dollars of spending. Like a billion dollars, like we're not even like this is not even a joke. Like everybody go Google it; they spend like a billion dollars, a billion dollars for this. And I think it's it's so harsh, and I think it's so unfortunate because I think like I I hope that his reputation hasn't gotten ruined off of this, which I think it might have gotten ruined that he can't handle it. But it's such a a ridiculous scenario. You get rid of Tuchel in the beginning of the season. Yeah. After right? winning like, the Champions League, or not even too. the beginning, but like you know, <laughs> you get rid of him right before half of the season. You bring in this man, and now you give him a gajillion dollars, and you bring in seventeen players, and now he has to manage, and he, and then you wonder like why he can't get wins or he can't do anything else. Like he's he he's having to juggle all of these things, and of course, you know that's not to discredit the fact that the team was playing bad because the team was playing pretty bad. But I do think that there should have been a little bit more patience with him. At least at least that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I think that because it, it just feels a little cold. Yeah. It, it, and I'm, I mean, is the, se- the season's almost over, right? Mm, they got like nine games left. Nine games left. I mean, do you think Chelsea panicked in any way? Thinking like, all right, we got nine games left. What if we were to like lose every game right now? Where would they be sitting? They're in eleventh place right now. So that that kind of tells you something, you know? Yeah. That I, it, it's it's really it it tells you something because look at where Newcastle sitting, third place. It's wild, wild, and I don't even think Newcastle spent more than like eighty mil last season. At the wild. most, probably like they spent like a hundred at the most. I mean, look at where Brighton is, though. Brighton, yeah. which is the team he he used to manage, they're in sixth place. Yeah, he left them in a good place, and I think that that's where that's what I'm saying. Like to me, like that speaks to the caliber of coach he is. That the machine still runs even when you're not there. Yeah, you it know was what I'm saying. And that's that not to say that the coach of Brighton's not good now. I think the coach that Brighton has now is also really good. But like, I think without Graham Potter setting the stones there, like it would be a lot, you know, a lot more shaky. And it's unfortunate because I feel like he didn't get a, a fair shot at Chelsea, you know. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, there were chants, like, for him saying, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, the fans were saying, like, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> the, man, the man knows what he's doing, but it's just, you know, let, let's rewind it a bit, too. Brighton, what is their goal? You know, I think every team has a goal every season, you know? For sure. And I think Chelsea's goal is either win a Premier and qualify for the Champions. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brighton, when was, like, is there, what is their goal? Like, it's not to, like, throw them under the bus or nothing that they're not a winning Premier League team, but what is yeah. it? To either qualify for Europa or Champions League. That's what it looks like right now. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's their goal. So, I think, you know, if they weren't to get to that and you get close to that, I think that's a good run, you know? Yeah. But what he's doing right now at Chelsea is not a good run for them because they're not a team to be in 10th place. 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine like yeah. Real Madrid being in tenth place? Yeah, like, exactly. It would. It wouldn't even fly a fucking week. Them being out of fucking like fourth place. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Fiorentino would be like, "Get the fuck out of here! We're bringing in Ancelotti. He's bringing us the fucking big bucks." So <laughs> we will see what happens to Potter in his career. I yeah. hope that he finds a team that. Respects him in his in his ability to coach. He needs to like I would I, w- I hope that Grand Potter, if he ever listens to this, that he takes a whole year off, relaxes, reflects, comes back stronger than ever, and really fucks them up the next time that he sees them. I I think um I think if they were to give him the reins like at Everton, if they survived the relegation, I think oh he that's could a bring, good one. He mm-hmm. could he could bring that team back. I think, I think that's a great that's a great team to go to. Yeah, I think I think that should be somewhere where he should land, definitely because that. You team, see, but the only thing with that though is I think he's graduated from there, and I think maybe that's where I disagree. Where I'm like, I think he's in the top. I think he's in the top six conversation of coaches. Oh shit! I mean, oh, let's see. I'm looking at the top six right now. That's what I'm looking at right now. Tottenham don't have a coach. I think he would probably be a good fit there. Probably not now, but. Probably in the future, Brentford has a really good coach. Liverpool has a really good coach. Austin Villa, Emery is a good coach too. Uh, Fulham, I mean, look at Fulham. They just they got they just got promoted. So the fact that they're up here is that means that they're pretty good, well coached. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this twelve and beyond, and I just don't think I, he, I'm sure that any team that he goes to from twelve and down, he would make them a lot better. Yeah. I just think that. He could be at that Tottenham one. That's that's all I'm saying. He could. I, I think. I, you know what though? That, that's a good idea. I think Tottenham might be. I mean, dude, to actually even win the Premier League, <laughs> just to just to win that at least, because they've been struggling so hard to take that one. That's been like their whole. They can't get a trophy. They can't. They just can't, dude. And I think that would be the 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 whole thing to break the ice. For sure. No. Okay. Uh, next headline is uh, a coach out of the league on the Nantes coach. Um, his name is, I don't even want to say Antoine Comboire Said uh, has dropped one of the players, one of the Algerian, he has an Algerian player named Hajam. And he was dropped for this match. Because Hajam is fasting for Ramadan. And the coach said you one of the policies in the in the in the in the team is that players can't fast before a game. What? So he was dropped. <laughs> what? But Hajam is doing it for his belief. Yeah. Um so it's kind of come up with this, like, you know, stirring of, of this thing. Like, is that the right thing to do? You know, um, I think it's complicated. While I agree that, like, a coach should have policies, which I think I think a lot of coaches try to implement. This one just seems a little like a little extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, it almost feels like you're kind of going out of your way to enforce this rule that, like, does it really need to be enforced, you know, in this scenario? Yeah. I, damn. I mean, 
it's first of all, like, okay, why can't you even fast? Like, what wh- what is, like, I mean, they're not doing fasting because of like a dietary thing, you know? Yeah. And so, what what is it that it's bugging them that you gotta <laughs> drop somebody for that? It's just it's one of his rules. That's ridiculous, dude. And what team is this? Is <laughs> <laughs> Nantes in the league? On what the. I don't even want to say the rest, but what the... Oh, my God, dude. That is crazy. What the fuck? Dude, I don't even want to touch that topic, dude, because that's going to be like... So that's so, so this is his quote. He says, On match days, you shouldn't fast. It's not a punishment. I set the rules. It's his choice, and I respect that. But, you know, he sets the rules, you know, is there is I don't know. It almost feels like an abuse of power. If I'm being honest with you, it almost feels like he's abusing his power Um, and not honoring the the history behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at Ben Sema and like what he just did over the weekend. Right. And I mean, he was fasting. So how come Ancelotti doesn't have a problem with it? Arguably the coach of the biggest team in the world in, in the history of football. He doesn't have a problem with it, but the coach from Nantes does. That that just seems a little a, a little weird, you know what I'm saying? Like it I don't know. It almost feels like, you know, kind of get off your, your high horse type of deal. Yeah. No, I, I definitely get it. Um wait, wait a minute. First of all, I didn't even Ben was doing this. He does it, is that his religion? I, I've never yeah. looked into yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's he's in Ramadan right now, and oh, he was okay. fasting, and he just scored three goals over the weekend. Dang, man. You know what, man? I probably, after seeing that, I probably make my players I fast. I want players fasting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I, man, there's something going on there, man. Like, you're you're doing something right. <laughs> like, whatever he's doing, focused, everybody, man. you got to start doing that at least, like, once a month. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. There's always like this like thing about like, oh, should you mix like religion and in politics and in sports? Like, can they mix and blah blah blah? And like, the reality of is that they already do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they already do. Like, what? Why? Why enforce a rule like this? Like, it just seems really silly, you know? Like to me, at least, I don't know. That's me though. That's crazy. All right, next. Uh, Okay. Your boy, Harry Maguire. Somebody close to him has revealed that Harry Maguire has had his feelings hurt over social media and the abuse that this man kind of gets. Well, I don't know if abuse, but I guess you would say banter, maybe, that he receives over over social media. I mean, as you've mentioned in the past, he's kind of become a meme. Uh, so, I don't know. What do you think? you think social media has gone too far? No. <laughs> Dude, this happens to everybody. This is no not just picking on Harry Maguire, but we were just talking about this how social media just attacked my boy PK. <laughs> but we'll yeah. get into that in a second. Dude, this uh-huh. social media has done this to everybody. Once you get to like being a little bit famous in any type of way, they're gonna come after you. Hmm. There's a lot of cruel people in this world. They're not gonna stop. My guy. Let it go. Don't read it. What, what, what is wrong? Well, you don't need to even be reading what they have to say, man. 
I'm sorry, but I mean we make fun of you here, Harry McGuire, because it's funny. But we don't we don't go over there sending uh-huh. you direct messages like, "Hey, bro, you really suck." But I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's just you know how how much can you like, like why do you even need to like bring that into yourself? You know, like you know you you're you're at Manchester United. You're the captain for England. Who knows how? But you know mm-hmm. you're there. Like, what, what what does it matter what people say, dude? Mind your business. Let them be. You know, let them talk. Guess what? I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still winning, dude. Let them be, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I. It, it just it it hurts me that you're actually letting this get to you, dude. That's that's what it is, dude. You're one of the main bullies. I'm not a bully, man. I'm just like <laughs> my boy Harry. I, you know, I, hire me and and I'll take care of this for you, dude. I'll help you out with these feelings, dude. Like, <laughs> bro, like I will, I will teach you how to like just like not even let it let let it hit you anywhere where it would hurt. Like that's what it is, dude. If you let it hurt you, you're done, dude. Mm-hmm. You you just sink it in, one of them in, and you're just gonna constantly be looking at it, dude. Okay. Yeah, in a good or in a bad way, because. Have you, you have you watched Ted Lasso by any chance? No, nah, you keep mentioning this to me, and I have not. <laughs> so, just like a reference to Ted Lasso, because there's like a, a character there that mm-hmm. you know he was a towel boy, and then he became a coach, assistant coach, and now he's uh-huh. like a main coach in another team. Okay, and they call him the Wonder Boy. So he feeds off of that, like people like, oh, Wonder Boy did this, that he did that. But if he sees uh-huh. one bad thing, he just like goes like weird about it, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but he he like, and the other way, you know how Harry Maguire is taking all the negativity. This guy uh-huh. has to see the positivity, like of them saying good things about him, or else he flips out. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's 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 weird how people do that, dude. Like that if you don't see good things coming to you, it's like it hurts you. But then there's other people like if you see all this negativity, it hurts you too. You know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you gotta watch it, bro. Ted Lasso. I'm telling you. Well, shout out to Ted Lasso. Uh, I have not watched it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's an interesting conversation because I think that it can definitely go off the rails. I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know. It, it almost feels like it's a slippery slope, right? Because you want access. Like, I think this this age of football is different than the years, obviously, from the past. Because, you know, in the past, you can't, you couldn't, like, Send the tweet to Mexico Gonzalez and be like, hey, la selecta, you know, it is a grande, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Mexico could reply back to you and be like, oh, man, that's crazy. You know, and Mexico replied back to me. And now we live in a time where, like, you can actually you can reach them if, you know, it, however they handle their social media. Um, but there's also a lot of, like, nasty stuff on on, on social media as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I think about, like. I, I mean, my heart kind of goes out to him and maybe just because I feel like I, I just kind of feel for him because I think like I don't know if I would be able to be in his position and be able to perform like on a football level. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like where people are just constantly making fun of you or they're just being hypercritical of every move that I make. Um, and of course, you know, there's there's the other thing of like, well, why are you watching it anyways? But it's one of those things that it's just like it's kind of a part of life now. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of yeah. take out your phone and it's like your first thing is like, yeah, I'm going to check my Instagram real quick. Yeah. 
you know, say so he's a person. And I think that sometimes that can get really lost, you know, that these, that these are people and, and, um, and I don't know, man, I, I kind of feel for him at the same time. I'm like, come on, man, you have enough money to like, not even have to like worry about that. But I also understand that he's a human being. Yeah. You know, even, and even Piquet, but Piquet is more of a fucking, right. <laughs> Piquet is a different story. <laughs> that man, he's on a different level right now. Yeah, because he, he also reported that he's telling the Shakira fans to calm down, right? <laughs> uh, you want to get into that one? Cause of course. I mean, is... you know, it got brought to my attention. I didn't even know about this. Okay, so apparently now he's getting hurt by Shakira fans. Los Waka Wakas, you know? like Los <laughs> <laughs> Waka Apparently now it hurts because feelings, you know, when this man was making fun of the woman... After she made that song, you know, kind of t- like talking smack about him. Yeah. But he took it as a joke and was like live all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, just putting it out there. But now that, oh, that that was OK for you to do. bud. but now that people are attacking you, it's not OK. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, again, I'm not in his position. And but I can also see his side i can see his side that's not to defend his side but like what else are you supposed to do either you hear it and you're like and then you break down crying because it's like oh my god she just fucking tore my ass up and then everybody's gonna clown on you because you cried or you could try to be mr macho and be like ha 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 look at you you're hurt you know saying blah 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 blah. look at me i'm not hurt at all and then now it comes out that i've actually been hurt you know so it, it's it's kind of a, uh, a kind of a shitty situation to be in, really. At least at least to me, at least that's the way I think about it. Because I'm like, I, 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 again, but again, my my relationship's not on fucking <laughs> not on blast in front of everybody, you know? Right. But yeah, and then you know what? Not everybody that has access to social media should probably have access to social media. Like, I'm sure that once we get to a point where we have enough people. Like having enough courage to come speak out, I'm sure that there's gonna say some sh- crazy shit about us. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, what I'm saying like, because I see, I see it in the comments of other podcasters where there's just people that I'm like, yo, that was kind of like out of left field. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why are you saying this to him? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's one dude, just a quick side, like it was like a like a thing, and then, like people were calling him dumb. Like they're just like, you're stupid. Like you should not have a mic. You know what I'm saying? Like. And shit like that to him, and it's another podcaster. And I'm like, you know that you don't have to follow him, right? Like, you <laughs> understand that you don't even have to comment on his stuff. Like, why? Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, then why are you saying it? And of course, that's not the world that we live in. But you know, it just it just feels like really, it it, it just feels like kind of like a slippery slope. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I've I've said it like too that there's people like. On TikTok that say things that annoys me. You know what I do? I block them. I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to go in there. <laughs> TikTok's and talk. relentless, though. Dude, and, and for somehow, somebody, I mean, TikTok, you got to get this under control. I mean, all right? <laughs> uh, I'm tired of, like, blocking these people. And then, yeah, I get it. There's other people that follow them, and then they repost. And then, like, dude, you got you got to let that go, man. Mm-hmm. Make like a copyright thing within your TikToks because this guy's pissing me off. Like this person, and I still have to see you. 
scrolling somehow down my whole my whole thing. So yeah. it's it's just it's horrible. But again, there's ways to avoid it. So <laughs> just don't go on. Apparently, according to the source, Harry Maguire has a really hard time not looking at his Twitter after the games. So like that's where like he gets really he gets really hurt. Like he's just like, why are they saying this about me in Twitter? And Harry Maguire, if you ever hear this podcast, yeah, put it down, brother. That, put that, the phone down. It, it's close it's, the app. Delete it. Delete it. I, look, see, that's the problem. You 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 fed into it once, and once it hits you, you're just not gonna you're just gonna be addicted to knowing what people have to say about you. He's just not gonna stop. It sucks, dude. That, that sucks. Like, yeah. I, I, if I was his manager, I grab his phone and throw it in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he has enough money to go buy That's seventeen thousand phones. It's fine. You, you put all bring, of them in a microwave. Bring them back. Bring them back. Eh? <laughs> the next one's going into the stands, into the field, or something. <laughs> We're gonna start giving away Harry Maguire cell phones at games. Dude, yeah, I, that's what I would do. Yeah. Well, well, Harry Maguire, if you want, or you, if you're in the need of a new manager, here he is, right here, right here, dude. I got okay. you. Dude. For our last headline, uh, Larine. Uh, the striker from Canada has come out and said that Canada now is the big boy in the CONCACAF. What do you think, man? So it's a pretty inflammatory uh, thing to say. Um, but for context, they were, according to the stats, the second worst team in the World Cup. <sighs> I mean, he he said it now in the Concacaf, <laughs> right there, yeah. not in the world, but in the Concacaf. Yeah, I, look, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Did my boy The Rock come out in WrestleMania? Because we just passed up WrestleMania was just this weekend. I know, man. Did he? It's great. Did, did he not know his role? Like, dude, look, learn your role, bro. You you just <laughs> you, you have not qualified in first place since who knows when. Take it easy. Ooh, take it okay. easy. Take it easy. Not saying you're bad, but take it easy. Live it. Keep playing good. Then say you're the best. You can't say you're the best after one season. Okay. Hmm. You gotta this, this being the big boy takes time. Time. You know. You, you got to build that time, and you got to have a long running run of wins in the Concacaf. Is that Salvador is still bigger than you, my guy. All right, so, let's go. <laughs> bigger history than you. I more knew you were going to bring them up. More history. Dude. We somehow snuck them into this conversation. <laughs> I love it. So, and, and no, and even even with, with like Mexico, and you, you're not, dude. One run into the World Cup, you can't justify that you're the big big dogs now. You got it has to take a while for you to do this. You're there. Just keep going. Keep getting your wins. Win your gold cups. Keep producing the players. Yeah, produce the players. Because if in four years from now you're in like last place and don't qualify, where are you going to be at? Oh, that that yeah. was the, that was. The, you're going to say what? What Kevin De Bruyne said? We're just old now. We can't win it anymore. 
They have the potential. Canada has the potential to be kind of what Belgium is. If I had to relate them to is Belgium's golden generation, quote unquote, like Canada seems to have a golden generation now and they could potentially lead down that path, you know? Right. For all you know, Alfonso Davies is going to be like, yeah, we're too old. I don't know why I'm still out here. <laughs> you know, that's just the, the truth. You know, saying like they are, they are still young. But you know, I will say this: I, I think that they are the big dog right now. Oh yeah, I mean, right now, yeah. I'm not gonna, but I think in 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 general, you gotta you gotta like just let it, years go by, and you gotta keep doing what you're doing. And they're off yeah, to a good start. And I, and I don't know if Ladin was saying in history. I think he's saying now, right now, as things stand in the Concacaf. Canada to me is the big dog. They're 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 the ones that they have they have a good team. They have a good coach. They have a coach. You know, like yeah. they don't have a new coach like Mexico. They don't have a no coach like the U.S. And they got one of the best players in the world yeah. in their team. Yeah, I I, think, I mean, dude, some of those players are actually gonna. They keep going the way they're going. They're gonna be some of the best in the world. Yeah, because I mean that that. That younger kid, dude. I mean, hopefully he stays solid, man. Buchanan, that kid. I, I see a lot of potential in that kid. Yeah, it's the boy right there. Yeah, that's so, the boy. Good luck to him, man. All right. Well, that concludes our our headlines. So we're gonna try out a new segment because we don't know if the debate, you know, how we're going to go. But kind of piggybacking off of this conversation about the big boys in history, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're going to attempt to have a combined 11. We're going to have this uh, combined 11 uh, be made up of, of three teams, right? Which is Mexico, USA, and Canada. And they're all players of the current starting 11 players. Yeah. Um. We're going to pick one. If we choose one, we can't have the same player in our team. And, you know, we have three We have three teams. So I'm wondering what we're going to come out with. Um, you got any questions? Okay, so you say no, no, you answered it. It's of this time, right? It's of this time, yes. Or else we're going to fucking put Dwayne DeRosario in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay, in goalie, who would you have in your starting eleven? In my starting out of, out of those three teams, yeah, I would go. I would so go yeah. with the USA goalie. Yeah, Matt yeah, Turner. Matt Turner. I think I would go with Matt Turner. Yeah, I think I'd go with my boy Memo. Me- Memo is just. I I love the highlights, so I think Memo would just give me a better show. You know, for <laughs> he he'd, he'd stop fucking Messi's penalty and forever be immortalized in my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You'll man. always have that moment. Yeah. Um okay. In right. in the Canada goalie, I mean who the fuck cares? <laughs> uh at at right back, who would you put? Oh, that's a tough one, dude. Um I would go Ah, oh, dude. 
that's on this. It's hard, dude. But I'm, I'm. See, and then the thing is, all I'm thinking is like USA players. But I'm, of course, I'm I mean, at, that's, you know, that's, you're, you're just you're you're biased towards them. I mean, I'm sure that your your team would probably be mostly all United <laughs> States players. And that's, that's okay. No, no, I, I, it's because there's. Like, I mean, because it's just are we depending too like on the performance that they've done, or just in general if you would put them there? I think uh, it, it it's it's however if you had to compile the best eleven out of all three teams, you know, I think it's just whether they are in form or not. Like, you know, who would you pick? I you know as a right back. So yeah, so if you want, I could give you some options if that would be helpful. No, I, I'll pick a, I'll pick the right back that kid from Mexico that was in LA Galaxy, Araujo. Araujo, yeah, he's not the starter of Mexico. See, that's the thing, though. But like, I feel like he should be. Though, okay. I, I feel like that as a player, he should. Be, I would pick him for my like. That that I don't know. He just wasn't given the chance. But that would that's who I would pick. Okay, I, I would pick uh, Richie Larea from the yeah. Canada team, the right back. That yeah. dude is super fast. He got a he got a he played for the Toronto FC. And then he got a move to I think the second division in, in 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 England, and I think he got he got brought back to Toronto FC. I don't think he had enough playing time there, but uh, from what I've seen of him, he's super fucking fast. He like gets in people's faces, <laughs> and I like that. I just think that Sergio Des. The only reason I wouldn't pick Sergio Des is just he's just kind of a liability defense wise. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he just he doesn't really have like that like. Uh, just defense going like when he's just getting attacked. I just don't. I don't see enough of him. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the problem with him. I think he'd be a great right back if he knew how to defend. Even even Xavi told him like, dude, this boy does not know how to defend. <laughs> <laughs> this man has no idea what he's doing back yeah, here. So I, I mean, at that point, they were putting him as a right wing because just Barcelona was struggling. So. And he did pretty fine there, to be honest. But, you know, it sucks. Yeah. Okay. What about for center back? So you got uh, two center backs. Two center backs. I... I got to go with... I'm going to go with Tim Ream as one. Okay, okay, veteran. Yeah, that okay. made me laugh, and I think he's solid. He really just like does not complicate his life, like as much as you think so. <laughs> yeah, for that sure. man will get the ball. He just pat. He's like, here, you go, you go, fuck up. Like, get, get that thing out of here. <laughs> that's him, man. Mm-hmm. That guy is very solid. I like him. Okay, Old man. So that's one. I would, I would probably go with go with Montes. From Mexico, yeah, that was, that was the other option. <laughs> yeah, I'd go with Montes. Yeah, Montes, I think he's a, he's a solid one. I think he's I think he he's playing in Spain. Yeah, he's 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 definitely up there. I think for better, like that's one of the bright spots. I think in Mexico, right? Who's your other one? My other one, dude. I can't remember this guy from Canada, dude. But so they got Kamal Miller. You know, I think it, is it is he the one that played at the right side? He, I think so. See, what I liked about him was, I don't think he was like the best one there, but uh-huh. he really like gave you a hundred percent till the like he was done. 
Mm-hmm. I think he was like really solid, and that's what I liked about him. I mean, like, I think I would go with him to be honest. That, okay. that would be my my choice. Okay, uh, the last one for me for center back, I would probably put Vickers in there from the U.S. Vicks, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah Vicks. Uh, no, Vickers. Yeah, Vickers from Celtic. I, I think my dog just looks like a tank. <laughs> like he's just he's like he's built like a tank. I think he would just fucking knock people out. That's you know, the, knock people down. That's the new um, that's the new Oguchi Onyewu dude. From- <laughs> oh man, you know that Onyewu is uh supposedly he was gonna like he's supposedly in the talks for becoming the director of the USA. Jesus Christ, that's like the sporting not- director of the USA. <laughs> No, no, uh, hope not. Okay, uh, okay, left back. Damn, dude, you're gonna give me the left back? <laughs> the first I'm gonna give you the left back. I know, I know. No, no, Johan Rodriguez, Johan Vasquez. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, Johan Vasquez. Sorry, buddy, <laughs> doesn't make the list here. Um, I'd rather take Montes. Take Montes. Um, I. All right, just say it, dude. Let's quit. Let's quit lying to ourselves. We know who the best left back is in this region. It, it, it is. It's Alfonso Davies. Eh? Yeah. yeah, your team already is a hundred times better than mine. Yeah, of course. Okay. Anything you would add about why Davies? Any why? Yeah, like I mean, why? I mean, you could. I mean, why you don't not? have to it's choose like, him. You know, I mean, I, I, mean, I, would, I would. I would. I would. I would. You know, I would be grateful if I did get him. I would actually. Um, somebody just said in the chat, "No Antuna." <laughs> no, dude. Um, I think the other candidate. I mean, it's not as the same caliber. Would be the USA left back. I think he he tries to give you that kind of like potential, but he just doesn't have it yet. And Anthony Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. My Robinson. Guy. Yeah, that that guy. I think he's a solid left back. I mean, he's not the My best guy right but, there. But that guy, he'll give you like two hundred percent every game. So, you know what? So, yeah. who would you pick? I, I I'm gonna go with my USA guy, dude, Robinson, dude. Ah, come on! You'd pick Robinson yeah, over yeah, dude. over fucking yeah. Alfonso Davies? Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Alfonso Davies injury prone, man. What do you? What do you? That guy, he's one hamstring away from like just tearing it apart. Oh my god, that's horrible! Well, <laughs> I I would take Alfonso Davies all any, day, any every day. day. I would course. probably put him probably over Theo Hernandez, really. <laughs> Which I would even say that Theo Hernandez. I mean, Theo Hernandez is a beast. I think they're probably the best, the two best left backs in the world. But Alfonso Davies just like he's so dynamic. He you could just put him I, other probably other than striker and goalie and center back. He could probably play you everywhere. Yeah, he would. So, I don't know, man. We 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 got to discuss it. Um, okay, so for your midfield, I don't know what I don't know what formation you're running. What? Are, well, that's what we were. I was going to ask you. What are we doing? Like a four four two or four three three? Let's do a four four two. Okay, just for the sake just for the sake of this of this uh, episode, four four two. So let's start with you. Can start with your right back, left wing. I mean, right right wing, left wing, or center mids or whatever. Um. Dude. <laughs> so I'm a I'm gonna go with one of my center mids. Okay. 
I'm going to go with, with Alvarez, Edson Alvarez. Ooh, that's a good one. Edson Alvarez, I'm going to go with him in, in the center mid. Okay. Uh-huh. I'd go with Tyler Adams in my center mid. Tyler Adams, okay. Yeah, Tyler Adams. I think he just provides you just consistency, safe with the ball. I want him to be – I want my team to be safe with the ball. Yeah. No giving the ball away. No El Salvador style. <laughs> you know, and I know that Tyler Adams, I give him a ball, he's going to be able to just – you know, yeah, I'll give it to you. Give it back to you. That man, I get the ladoy. So, you know? my my second one, I would go with my my guy. Um, I would go with my boy. Do I want to go with my boy McKinney? Yeah, I'm gonna go with McKinney. I would I would put McKinney next to Edson. Okay. Two, two young hotheads not knowing what they're doing out there. You know, just going <laughs> at it, just just, just tearing sure. it up, dude, right there. Uh, okay, I would go my other midfielder. So I have my holding midfielder. I would want a more attacking center mid. So I would probably go with Estefan Eustachio from from Canada. My boy plays at, I think, Porto. I think he's where he plays. Yeah. My boy's a beast. I love that dude. He, his, 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 his career also is kind of wild, too. He's been fucking everywhere. Just floating Nobody, around and he's just floating around, dude, and he somehow winded up in fucking Porto. That's the guy. But right I love there. the way he plays. He's such a good that's, player. That's the guy right there, dude. It's the boy. All right, uh, right wing or why don't I don't know whatever you want to go, right or left wing. Left, um, I would say. Let's see. Charlie Rodriguez or Berlin. No oh. Mexican players make the center mid for me, except for you know I. Edson Alvarez is the only one that I'd be like there. I, I love Orbelin, so if I would be playing maybe like a 4-3-3, I'd probably put him as my cam, maybe, because I think that's the only that's the only place that I could really see him in. But I, I like I like Orbelin. He could probably make my team. He'd make my subs. If I would make sub list, he'd make my subs. He'd make my subs. <laughs> yeah, he'd make a sub. Um, okay. All right. Um, yeah. Who's the guy that you said right now? Orbelin? No, no, no. The dude from that you just picked from Canada. Oh, Eusekio? Uh, Eusekio, okay. Yeah, no, Eustachio. So, um, I don't... Is, is, Buchanan's a forward, isn't he? He's a winger. He's a winger. Okay, that guy doesn't count. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on my left mid, dude. I'm going to... I'm going to... Wait. Pulisic's not a wing. Uh, is it a mid? Pulisic's a left mid. Yeah, left wing. See... So left mid or left wing? Whichever one you want. I don't know. I, I don't know would, how you I want would, to play your four four two. You could you him. could have you could have a four four two with left mids and in left and right mid, oh, okay. or you could have a, a the, left wing and a right wing. For the next um, one, we got to discuss this. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I don't know, man. It's your it's your setup, man. It's your all tactics. Right. I don't so know. I'm, I'm gonna go with, with Pulisic on the left mid. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I will go with. Ooh, I would go with Antuna. No fucking way. I'd go with Chucky. You oh, that's a that's a fucking that's a good one. Chucky, good come one. on, man! You My can't. team's fucking made of stars, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that, that's Chucky a good Lozano? one. Yeah, that's and a, and Alfonso Davies. I mean, this other team you're putting together. I don't know if they'd stand a chance. I, I think Alfonso Davies would choke. Chucky Lozano for not fucking <laughs> passing the ball, <laughs> but that's just me. Dude. Dude, I mean, Tuki Lozano. I mean that that. I mean, what what I like about having Tuki and Alfonso Davies 
on the same team is that they you I mean I'm hitting you in every like in every side. I mean electricity on both sides. Right. He's such an electric player. That's the one thing I like about Chucky, but that's the one thing I like really dislike about him too is like because he's such a dynamic player like he like he gets the ball and he'll and he'll figure out how to make it fucking go forward, you know? Exactly. Like he he he's he's like I'm zoned in, you know, and he's so so quick and he's so agile, but it's that it's that decision making for me. That's my only thing. I'd probably take him out, you know, at like the sixtieth minute. I'd be like, Chucky, what the fuck were you doing back there, dude? He, and he and it's every, I just I just feel like he he kind of like says his better to like like he's the results aren't there. He comes from playing as a sub on a Mexico team from the twenty eighteen Russia, right? Because he was there, right? Mm-hmm. And that team was explosive for Mexico, dude. You know, they would win games, score goals. <laughs> Now I just feel like he's like, fuck, we're not doing the same. So he's like, I got to do this on my own. And he just can't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. He forgets that he had good players next to him the whole time, you know, in during that era. It's not yeah. like that anymore, man, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. Uh, and I believe Chucky plays right wing. He plays right wing? Okay. Yeah. So I, that, that's why I would have him my right winger. Okay. All right, who are you going to put for your right wing or your right mid? Right mid? <laughs> oh, my USA guys, dude. I would, um, honestly, I would put. Um, oh, no, you know what? Chuki plays left, left wing. Yeah, he's he's a, yeah, I was just looking at that right now. Left wing. Oh, man, that left side is going to kill Alfonso Davies and Chuki Lozano on the left. Jeez. Dude, I would, I would put, um. Antuna can play both in left, right. Just saying, <laughs> man, man, there's nowhere going to be uh, near this. <laughs> Maybe we should have that that list. Maybe the most fraudulent players in the Concacaf. I think Antuna is up there for me. He's a starting eleven for me in the in the most fraudulent players. And you know what? Um, I I just like the way this guy plays, dude. And I feel like he's going to keep growing, dude. It's Tim Weah. Timothy Ware, oh, yeah. as a right mid, I would. Beast. He's just. I. I just feel he's man is solid there, dude. But he's a beast, man. Um, I think I would honestly. I want speed though. I'd probably put Buchanan there as my right. Okay, so who is it, man? Is it is it way? I'm, I'm debating on it right now, and I think I'm gonna go with Buchanan. No Buchanan. Yep, I'm gonna go with Buchanan. I, I, I'm just gonna go with him. I just feel like that kid is explosive in speed, and he has good dribbling, dude. Yeah, I think I would go with. I think way. Uh, I think I'd either go with a healthy Tecatito or Weya. I like Tecatito more just because he's more like a trickster. So I'd like I would probably tell him like Tecatito go over there do a one on one and get past him. But Timothy Wea is just more like I think he's he still has his speed. Tecatito has kind of lost his speed. I think that's my one thing about him. I'm wondering what position he's going to be now. You know, because it's like he's kind of losing his speed. He just got an injury, so I'm wondering like what what he's going to still be. You know. Because uh, I don't know if winger is going to be it for him know, anymore. Man, that might be their striker, dude. <laughs> Never know. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine him leading the line? So, I, uh, so I would say, uh, yeah, Timothy Weah. I think he's he's a beast, man. Weah is a beast. He's I think he's one of the only players that showed up in the World Cup for the U.S. 
Yeah, dude. He he's. I mean, he, I think he's the only one that scored the goals for the U.S. If I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, because you. I don't think they scored more than two goals. If I'm not mistaken. And that's progress. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whoa, 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 Makes me sick that that's called progress. It makes me sick. You know what? It, it goes for the whole CONCACAF, dude. <laughs> that was the whole it does, CONCACAF. Because the, the, the giant Giants. is the second worst fucking, <laughs> second worst performing team. Yeah. Right, well, as striker, who's leading your line? Who's your talisman? Oof. Who's your who's your killer? My killer? Oh, dude. Yeah. That's a tough one, dude. Um, see, Antuna took Tecatito's spot. Now, come on, dude. Tecatito is like the another Memochoa in in the spots there, dude. There's no way that man is getting out of that spot until he's like literally on the verge of retirement, and yet they'll still convince him to stay <laughs> from retirement and Who, stay on. Yeah, the, there's yeah. no way, dude. Yeah, no way. No. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. This is where it gets real, guys. This is where where it counts, and it sucks because, fuck, who scored the goals for like the whole Concacaf, dude? Nobody, uh, nobody. See, that's the nobody, problem. Nobody scored goals this World Cup. Santi Jimenez. I mean, wow. As my two strikers, I think I would actually have to take one, and <laughs> Santi Jimenez as one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so let, let, let's let, let's let I me mean, let's put out the options out there, right? Like, yes. let's just let's just be honest. The Concacaf striker pool isn't so deep, right? You have Jonathan David mm-hmm. from Canada. Canada. You have Larin from Canada. Yeah. You have Santi Jimenez, and that's probably the only one that they got. Uh, that's worth like even putting on on a com- like you know it's even worth even mentioning here, which is crazy because I don't. Even, he's only had like what a couple of games, and then you have Pepe and. And then uh, who's the one leading the line of the DK, right? Or Raul Jimenez, if you want to throw Raul Jimenez in there, which is crazy. I I, I mean, I'm just going to say it, dude. Um, Yeah, I would put, if I were to choose two, it'd either be Santi Jimenez and Pepe. That's it. I don't even want to choose anybody else, to be honest. Well, you only get one, buddy. So who are you going to get? I'm going to give my my guy, I don't even want to give him a chance. So I'm just going to go with Pepe. Oh my God! I can't, I can't take off take off the United States sunglasses, man. No, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, that guy's coming in like a like a bulldozer, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, against Salvador. Jesus Christ! Why? What happened there, man? Why did we let this man shine? Oh my God, dude, that's it. That's the goal he needed to come back with this moment. I know, isn't it crazy? You're gonna look yeah. back at that and be like, you know, it was that El Salvador goal that really started it off for me. <laughs> uh, my striker would probably be Jonathan David. Jonathan he had David. a horrible World Cup, and I was really expecting more from him. But I think he's the best striker in this region in the Concacaf. You know, that and that sucks, dude. Because he's actually a really good player. He could have been an actual yeah. U.S. player. Yeah, he could have, but I don't but know. He, what, didn't, he didn't choose that, but yeah, it's all right. I mean, he, I, 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 me personally, there's another option, dude. Who? Oh boy, my boy Gio Reyna, dude. Uh, Gio, as a striker, yeah, he he plays striker in Dortmund. Does he? Yeah, because they run that four four two, and they put him as a right striker. You know that last game that I saw against Salvador, it really left a bad taste in my mouth. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I might have to be starting to pull back my Gio Reyna support. Wow. 
Why? Why? No me gustó. I didn't like the way he was dealing with Sendejas. And of course, Sendejas is not even at the level. He shouldn't be on that team. Let's be honest. He he's he's in the B team. He should have been called for this next round of friendlies. Yeah. He's not in that European pool. Sorry. He's just not. You're right. He's at a different level. But I don't know. The way the way Gio was Henry Martin. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's just be honest. No Mexican player is I mean, other than Chucky, really is at Damn, the top. And that's not about it. I mean Funes Mori right there if you want to throw him in. Yeah. So yeah, man. That that that's that's our list. You know, let us know what you think about our list. What list would you compile in in the starting eleven of of the Concacaf three giants? And maybe you know, maybe we'll do one of uh, Central Americans, which I highly doubt anybody would even know. But you know, uh, adding adding Suriname and, and <laughs> adding Suriname. That's right, in Granada, Granada. You Barbados, know, Nic- Nicaragua, dude, Nicaragua. Like, who, who, who would you? Jesus Christ, no, dude. Let, let, I mean, I already know who I, I know who my star player would be. Who, who would that be? Mahiko. El Mahiko. Come on, man. Of this generation, dude. Come on. Oh, of this generation. Yeah. Oh, I mean, from it. I mean, they'd probably all be Salvadorian players. <laughs> <laughs> well, my goalie would be Kaylor. <coughs> you know, Kaylor. Of course, that 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 would be the the number one. Option right there. I mean, I think Aloud would probably be go go down as the best Concacaf goalie ever. I think I'd, I'd put him above Memo, and oh, yeah. you know yeah. all the other Mexican goalies that they think that are really good. Dude, if anybody ever says that Memo is better than Kaylor, just 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 jump off a bench, head first, that's it. in the cement, just, and just, that's it. So you know that, that's a conversation <laughs> for another day, but. Uh, or tarjeta roja. So then we can close this out. What do you think? What what's the tarjeta roja for you this week? Oof. Tarjeta roja. Um, you know, I'm gonna give my tarjeta roja after analyzing this whole thing. Yeah. To Chelsea. Hmm. For sacking Graham Potter. Like a sack of potatoes, it's just messed up. <laughs> you know, analyzing the whole thing, it's just, it's just horrible, dude. All that, and and they blame it on the coach. I think, I think there's more to blame there. Now that I see it, but we'll leave it for another podcast where we can actually debate about it. Yeah, yeah. a man in the mirror. <laughs> but it just, yeah, it just, it, it sucks. No patience, but you know, if you guys seen the story, just just you know, if you saw our, our podcast today live, it kind of self self explain what where we were at with Graham Potter because we I never said he was a bad coach, you know, he's just, not a bad coach. No, he's not. It just he, it, he just got put in a shitty situation, starting off with a team where he had to rebuild it, and he's in the process of that, and you just let him go because all these players had to be somehow connected to him wanting them there. Because now, what if the next coach comes and says, "Bye, Enzo, bye, this guy," and these are the guys that spent millions on, you know? Yeah, they won't do that, though. You know, they they might not, but you know, it's it's just it just sucks, you know? Because I'm looking at his lineups, dude. It looks like he's onto something there, you know? He just made had to make a couple adjustments, maybe, and then he was there. 
Yeah. Because, it, you know, they had an Intricante, and he just came back. I mean, to a loss, but still. I, I just, I think Chelsea... But Kante's on the way out, though. In the defense of that, though, I mean, let's just let's quit lying ourselves. I mean, the man is tired. (laughs) (laughs) The man runs a gajillion miles every game. The man is tired. He's 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 done there. Yeah, I think he's he's done. He's He's done. He's out of there. I think he's going to go to the French league, dude. To be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes to the MLS. I think everybody's going to the MLS. (laughs) I, I would want everybody in the MLS, but, you know, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. What about you? Mm, the Tarjeta Roja of the week for me would probably have to go to Manchester United. Uh, (laughs) Lost against Newcastle, but I think my Tarjeta Roja comes for them because they really thought they were in the title race for a minute. (laughs) They really thought that, you know? They're like, man, Rashford and fucking, you know, fucking this ten hack ball is fucking crazy taking over the EPL. And you know what? What we've learned about Manchester United is that they suck without Casemiro there. <laughs> They're trash without Casemiro there. Did he get hurt or what? He got red cards. So my boys, because he's a leñero. He's a dog. He's a bulldog in there, you know, and you need that. So you see how much they suck without him. And then how reliant they are on Rashford. You know, we actually didn't also mention this, which is crazy that they don't want to pay him. Can you believe that? Did you hear about that? That, no, that they're I, I, like honestly, stalling I, the talks with him? I'm I, like, dog, just pay this, man. He literally saves has ass. saved your season. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is wild. Like, that's another tarjeta roja. Just pay that man. Jesus Christ. Like, he single-handedly saved that man's job. He saved that man, that team. But my tarjeta roja of the week is just like, it just... It just showed how fraudulent they are. You know, they showed up against a big boy in Newcastle, and they couldn't hang. Dude. They, and they really to, thought they were like, man, we're about to win this league. Dude, imagine how Hamza feels right now. Like, dude, poor guy. Shout out to I mean, our guy know, right there. <laughs> they're, they're, I think they're in fifth place right now. Fifth place. Are they? Yeah, they are. Newcastle's They're in fifth in, place because uh, it's it's Newcastle in third, and then Tottenham in fourth, and then Manchester United is in fifth. And so they're they're banking on winning the Europa League. That's what that's what they're banking on. So, they're not making it in the league. Um, it's going to be a while before Manchester United even gets close to being a Champions League contender team, or even winning the league. Like they're they're so like in the clouds. Definitely, dude. I I can't. I don't know, man. And we got robbed of the first game that we played against him. It's looking sick. It makes me sick. It's my second favorite team in the EPL. Um, it's looking nice for Arsenal, dude. Of course, top of the league. Up we go. Up the table we go. So uh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Any final words? No. 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 Thank you for the folks that are listening to us live. And if you listen to us, you know, wherever you hear our podcast, uh, make sure you leave us a rating, uh, review, tambien. follow our social media. We are Strictly Football 21 across all social media platforms, except for Twitter, which is official SF pod. Still trying to get that thing off the ground. And maybe I'll say this for the remainder of the time that I'm doing this podcast. But yeah, go follow us there. You know, go give us a follow, man. Go give us that. Go, go support us. It means a lot to us. Didn't you want to add? 
No, just we need that jump of followers so we can actually get on that and make it happen. You know, we need that push, you know. Yeah. So just just give us the give us the give us the confidence that we need. Cuz if not, I think we're just going to float with that. We're going to leave the Lalo um Cruz Azul highlights there <laughs> for as long as we know. <laughs> <laughs> there for memories, man. Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you guys, everybody. This is Strictly Football, and we are out.